You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Oh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. I'd like to welcome you, welcome you, welcome you, welcome you <laughs> to, the, to the Morning Coffee on this Work It Out Wednesday. That's right, it's Work It Out Wednesday. No more getting over the hump, beloveds. It's about working it out. So whatever in your way, whatever survey, whatever somebody, something you feel is in your way, no more. We're going to work it out. That's what we're going to do here. So today, beloveds, I have something special I want to play for you today. And uh, this person I'm playing today is a mentor of mine. And um, so such inspirational and um, influential in my life, someone that was truly so dear to me. And uh, he helped me through crises when I was going through the crises. He helped me go through these crises. And then, you know, tragically, you know, he was gone. And, uh, you know, it did something to me. But his spirit lives on and on. And I'm talking about the one and only Dr. Miles Monroe. And I'm going to play an excerpt from Dr. Miles Monroe that is, is about our limited beliefs. And that's what I want to talk about to you today, beloveds, limited beliefs. We go through this, this psyche thing of some of us, sometimes plenty of us, of this whole uh, imposter syndrome. You hear it a lot on social media, Clubhouse and places like that. People talk about having that imposter syndrome when they, they felt they were, you know, not living up to their full potential. Now, uh, plenty of times we, we get caught up in things because of our culture, because of our environment, because of our education, whatever that may be. But this, this is the deal. Dr. Miles Moreau is going gonna, is gonna to hit a point and tell you about where those limited beliefs come from, truly come from, and how we allow others and other things and other cultures to influence us and why they influence us and how we can overcome it. Okay, so without further ado, I want to introduce to you, well, I want to play for you, <laughs> Dr. Miles Moreau. You begin as a person an innocent baby and the moment you were born your culture and your family and your environment and your educational system begins to form your belief system and that could be detrimental because if your culture and your environment does not teach you the truth then you will believe a lie even about yourself and your belief system becomes your personal philosophy out of which you influence other people. And that's why the foundation of your public leadership is determined by your private belief system. And that is why I am teaching you 
carefully, line by line, to challenge your ideas about yourself. Because you came out of a history, just like I did, where we were formerly oppressed by colonial imperialism, which taught us some ideas that were not true about you. You were trained to be maids and yard men and farmers and workers on plantations and serving tea and cooking for people. You were not trained to own a business and build a company and lead a country and buy your own oil field or invest in your own gold mine. It's always somebody else doing it because you've been trained that you cannot and should not try to own an oil company. And so we accept the idea. So our philosophy says we cannot own that. So we have been trained to be an employee not an employer. As a matter of fact, we've been so brainwashed by the wrong philosophy that we are afraid to own things. We are afraid of success. Even the religion we were taught reinforced our lack of self-belief. You know what you were taught for the last hundred years in religion. Your doctrine came from another country. Your belief system was imported by people who owned your forefathers. And they taught us songs to sing, didn't they? Songs like I got a shoe, you got a shoe. All of God's people got a shoe. When I get to heaven, I'll put on my shoe. I'll walk all over God's heaven. Interesting song. So the enslaved, oppressed person sang that song. And they sang it to the master, the oppressor. They said to the master, I got a shoe and you got a shoe. All of us are God's people, we got shoes. You wear yours now, I'll wear mine in heaven. That's a dumb song. But we sang that in churches and believed it. And even had the spirit on it. I got a shoe. <laughs> That's a dumb song. What you're telling the master is, you prosper now, I'll stay poor now, I'll be rich later. Something's wrong with that philosophy. And so they make us afraid of prosperity. They say things like, you don't want to prosper, you might forget God. So stay poor and you stay humble before the Lord. Philosophy. As a man thinks, 
so he leads. So the pastor who comes out of that philosophy preaches to his people, stay away from politics, stay away from money, stay away from power, stay away from influence. Just hang on until Jesus comes. And that is what we preach. We actually preach to our people that they should not be leaders. And they should not own. And they should not have influence. And that's why the Creator sent me to talk to my cousin. You are a ruler. You are a owner. You are an employer. You can run any business. But you got to change your belief system. Let me show you a picture of a little boy. See a little boy? I wonder who he is. Can you tell me who he is? No one knows who he is. Just an innocent child. Remember, everybody is born as a person. This little boy came from a family, a broken home. His father abused him. His father was religious, but yet beat him, hurt him. And the little boy grew up with a twisted belief system about God. Let me show you who this little boy really is. That's the little boy. He looks so innocent, doesn't he? But the boy is really that man. That man was trapped in that boy. His name is Adolf Hitler. His philosophy was very serious. Because he believed in an idea that he picked up from the Romans. And I want to close this session talking about the Romans. Because Papua New Guinea is ruled by the same ideas that the Romans had. Hitler believed that he was born and chosen by God to restore the Roman Empire. He believed that. He believed that he was created and born to bring back the glory of Rome and therefore he had to subdue all of Europe because Rome ruled the whole world from Africa all the way to England. Rome was the most powerful empire and kingdom in history. Rome was the first kingdom to colonize the whole world. No kingdom has ever arisen to be greater than Rome. Rome was the most successful colonization process in history. Rome ruled the whole known world of Europe. And Hitler believed that he was born to restore the glory of Rome. 
He called it Mein Kampf. Where did the Romans get their ideas from? And this is important to think about leadership. The Romans conquered the Greeks. The Greeks were the ones who invented the philosophy of leadership that control our world today. Please listen to me carefully. Because Jesus was born under the Roman Empire in a Roman colony controlled by Greek ideas. So don't miss this. The Greeks were the most influential philosophers in modern history. The Greeks were the ones who invented the ideas that control the world right now. As a matter of fact, the Roman Empire adopted the Greek philosophy when they invaded, invaded Greece. The Romans were so powerful that they conquered Greece and destroyed the Greek Empire, but they did not destroy the Greek libraries. The Romans were smart people. They took the Greek libraries and they adopted the Greek ideas and philosophy of leadership. And so the Romans became Greeks in thinking, but Romans in military power. I want to give you quickly why this is important to you in Papua New Guinea. Because Papua New Guinea is a product of the Romans. And Papua New Guinea was ruled by Greek ideas. And that's why we are having difficulty right now with the mentality of the Papua New Guinea people. So you have to listen carefully what I'm going to say. I'm going to talk about your future and your past. The Greeks believed certain things about humanity and about leadership. The Romans adopted them. And the Europeans used them. And they colonized Papua New Guinea. And they used the same ideas of the Greeks to control Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea is a very young country. You are still battling with Greek ideas. I want to prove it to you. Because every colonization process carried the Greek idea and subdued the people. What did the Greeks believe that's important to you? Write them down. Number one, the Greeks believed that leadership was a product of natural endowment. Very important words. The Greeks believed that leadership was a product of natural endowment. What does this mean? Some of you know about the Greek philosophers who changed the history of the world. Let me give you a few of their names. Plato, very powerful Greek thinker. Aristotle, very powerful Greek philosopher. Socrates, a very powerful Greek thinker. 
These are the kinds of thinkers who gave their ideas that control the world today. I always tell people that the world is ruled by dead men. Our countries today, including Papua New Guinea, is ruled by dead men. How? Because they left their ideas with us. Ideas outlive humans. And ideas are more powerful than death. And the Greek philosophers like Plato and Aristotle and Socrates, they invented an idea. Look at my lips, please. I'm going to quote one of their ideas. This is a Greek idea. A democrata. Democrata is a Greek word. The Greeks invented the idea of democracy. Democracy is not from the Bible, it's from Greece. <laughs> the Greeks developed the idea of what they call politis. Politis is a Greek word, it means chief citizen. Politis. It's where we get our word politician from. It's a Greek idea. What's a politician? A politician, the Greek says, is a person that the people give their authority to and make them chief citizens over them. It's a Greek idea. It's when people give their power to one person and tell that person to lead them and to rule them. It's called the power of the people given to a chief citizen called a polities. Listen carefully, please. Jesus Christ was born under that policy. The Romans adopted the idea that leadership was a product of natural endowment. What do they mean by that? The Greeks believed that some people were born naturally endowed with certain distinguishing factors that made them superior to others. For example, listen carefully, the Greeks believed, number two, that leadership is a product of birth traits birth traits. What do we mean by that? The Greeks believed that certain people were born naturally endowed to be leaders because they had certain traits that made them superior to other humans. For example, the Greeks believed that if you were born with sharp nose and blonde hair and blue eyes and thin lips, you are automatically a leader. You can read this on the internet if you want to. It's all there. The Greeks believed that if you were born with fair skin, that means if your skin was light, fair, and you had sharp nose and blue eyes, and your hair was yellow or blonde, you were naturally a leader. You were chosen by the gods to be a leader. Now you know if that's true, there's no hope for me. I got a big nose. My eyes are brown, my skin is dark, and my hair ain't blonde. So the Greek says that you were born 
without sharp nose and light skin and blue eyes and blonde hair, then you were automatically a slave. The Greeks believed that. The Romans adopted it. And so there's no hope for you being a leader. You got the wrong skin, the wrong nose, the wrong eyes, and the wrong hair. Follow me? The Greeks also believed that leadership was a product of providence. Very important word, providence. Providence is referring to the gods. The Greeks believed in many different gods. And the Greeks believed that if the gods chose you to be a leader, then you were automatically superior to everyone else. If the gods did not choose you to be a leader, then you were automatically a slave and a follower for the rest of your life. In other words, the gods choose leaders. Well, think about it. So if you were born with dark skin and brown eyes and a big nose and thick lips, then the gods chose you to be a slave. That's what they taught. That's what they believed. That was their philosophy. The Romans adopted that philosophy. Let me give you one more the Greeks believed. The Greeks also believed that leadership is a product of charismatic personality. The word charismatic is a Greek word. It's the word charisma. Do you know what it means? It means gifts of the gods. Charisma. Gifts of the gods. Charisma means the gifts that the God gave a person which means they were very confident and they were very extroverted and they had a light personality and they were talkative and they were communicative and, and they had extroverted attitudes. They, they, were, they were exuberant. The Greeks say that was the gifts of the gods. So if you were quiet and timid and not extroverted, then the Greek says you are a slave. And this is why when the Romans conquered the Greeks and adopted this idea, they told the slaves, you must be seen but not heard. And I only supposed to see you when I need you and you never speak. Leadership ideas. And finally, they believed that leadership was reserved for an elite group of people who were destined to be leaders in the world, and the rest of us were destined to be followers. I'm trying to teach you something that's very serious, because the Romans adopted these ideas and made them their culture. The Romans conquered all of Europe <laughs> from Africa to Scotland. 
They conquered the whole of Europe. And they implemented their ideas. So when they meant people who were not like them, who didn't have brown hair, or light skin, or sharp nose, or blue eyes, then they automatically considered them subhumans. The, the Romans used the word for themselves. They said, we are superior, chosen by the gods. They call themselves the Aryan race. Now I'm going to give you the most important information today. Here it is. The Roman Empire ruled the entire known world. From Africa to Great Britain. The most powerful kingdom on earth under Caesar. They believed that they were chosen by the gods to rule the world. They believed they were handpicked by the gods with certain traits to dominate the world. They believed that they were superior to all other races. <laughs> and that was in the Roman mentality. Do you know how Rome was defeated? No one could defeat Rome. It was the most powerful empire in history. It had the most powerful army in history. No country could defeat Rome militarily. It was so powerful that when Rome showed up, everybody bowed. And that's why you hear the statement, when in Rome, you do as the Romans do. Wherever they went, they colonized the whole world. And Jesus Christ was born right in the middle of the Roman Empire. He was born in an empire which believed that he was automatically a slave. <laughs> and that's why they treated the Jewish people through whom he came as dogs. Jesus Christ was born in a colony just like me. He was born subjugated by a powerful colonial power called Rome, just like you. He was taught that he was born to be a second-class citizen. He was taught that he was born to be subjected. He was taught that if some soldier in the Roman Empire asked you to take your cloak off and give it to them, you had to give them your clothes that they were cold. He was taught that when a Roman walked in, you stand up and bow. He was taught if the Roman gave you his shield to carry for a mile, you got to take it. He was taught if a Roman soldier got tired carrying his spear, he could say, here, take it for me, and you have to take it. He was taught that he was not a leader, he was a slave. He was born in a colony. Just like you, just like me. Listen carefully. And that's the mystery of Jesus Christ. He was born under that culture, but never allowed the culture to be born in him. Radio Talk 24-7.
station with heart on iHeart. Beloveds, I just had to play that for you. I just had to play that for you so you'll get my mentor, Dr. Miles Monroe, I mean the lead of all leaders. And uh, I am I am so appreciative of you right now that you would listen to that because we have limited beliefs that will stop us, that will take us, you know, be beneath who we truly are. And we cannot let that happen. And I just wanted to play that because Dr. Miles Moreau was giving you where that limited belief come from. But now, let's do this because I got to end the show. And uh, we're going to play more of that probably next week and work it out Wednesday. But, beloveds, we're going to take our deep breath to, to um, open our mind, our bodies, and our spirits with oxygen. So let's breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is in all as well. That's your protection prayer for the day, beloveds. You take that with you to work, school, or play. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Y'all have a blessed, blessed, blessed work it out Wednesday. Here on Palm Yard Radio Talk 24-7. The station with heart on iHeart. On the morning coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. I love you.